Hello, thanks for listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. This is Adam Rosen, your host. I'm a fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeon who specializes in joint replacement. In these episodes, I'm going to share with you a lot of my tips and tricks and review classic articles and current implant designs. Thanks for tuning in and on with the show. Hello and welcome back. This is Adam Rosen and you're tuning in to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. So thanks for tuning in and listening. Um, If you haven't already subscribed, uh, please subscribe. And if you have the chance, uh, please leave a review. It's helpful for other people like you to find this podcast. So um, along with the theme in this season, we're going to talk about another classification. And, you know, I think this classification um, is important because, I mean, what would orthopedics be without x-rays? I mean, can you imagine doing our job without x-rays? We look at x-rays all the time, every day. And I really think, um, at least in my experience, I think the digital age has been really helpful and harmful in some ways when we talk about x-rays because, you know, before the digital stentor and being able to snap a picture and email or text it to somebody to look at, you really had to do a better job of describing what you see in an x-ray. Um, and I'm going to plan on going through that, kind of going over like how to how to do a good job in x-ray conference, you know, like how to best describe x-rays in a future episode. But, um, you know, one of the people that was very instrumental, and I did a little research um, when I was setting up this episode um, about um, Dr. Kelgren, um, that he was a very keen observer, that he was very into looking at all these minor details. Um, he studied a lot on referred pain and enthesiopathy, but he was very involved with rheumatism, was also a surgeon. Um, and actually, I'll put a link. There was an interesting, um, in one of the uh, rheumatology journals, there was just a whole sort of like bibli- bibliography um, or basically biography of him um, in his time from 1911 to 2002 was when he died. Um, and it just went into all the different things that he looked at and you know how much time he spent looking at all these little details that led to some of these findings. And, and pretty much this classification, the Kelgren Lawrence classification, you know, which bears um, his name as one of the authors and founders. So um, this was first described um, in 1957, uh, radiological assessment of osteoarthritis in the annals of rheumatology. Um, so I'll put, again, that in the show notes so you can link to that, um, as well as this link just to read a little biography um, about the man um, and hear kind of what he was like and, and what he did. So when we talk about um, osteoarthritis, you know, we're looking at x-rays. So, you know, I think it's important to have a very good understanding both in our terminology, you know, the medical science world, but also being able to describe it in English um, or a foreign language to the patient based on their understanding or their level of education. Um, you know, it's really easy. People all know about bone on bone, um, but the common question that you're going to get asked if you throw up an x-ray, I mean, we look at it in two seconds and go, oh, you have arthritis. They're going to go, well, why? Why do you say that? What do you see? So you really have to have a way of being able to describe these things to the patient. That is important. The other thing which we have found has happened a lot in the past few years is the insurance companies have sort of made it this nuisance of, you know, making sure a patient is approved for surgery has to have certain words, little key buzz phrases, you know, so the things they look for are severe arthritis, you know, bone on bone contact, you know, osteophytes. So all of those things, when you dictate 
Um, whether or not you're billing for the x-ray interpretation also, you have to make sure that you include all of these things that you see. So when someone is not looking at the picture, that they can tell from the words, and that paints a picture in their head of what you're actually looking at. So what he described, um, or I guess what they described, um, in grade zero through grade four. So that was their grading scale of osteoarthritis. And this was based on a AP x-ray of the knee. They looked at everything, but this is really sort of based on this AP x-ray. So grade zero was no presence of osteoarthritis. So basically normal x-ray, normal knee. Um, Grade one, they described as what they call doubtful narrowing, possible osteophytes, or what they described as, you know, osteophytic lipping. And this is the one where you kind of look and it's just at first glance, it doesn't really look super normal. You couldn't say with 100% certainty that the space is narrowed. Um, And then maybe you see like a little bump on the edge. So, you know, that's this grade one. Grade two is possible narrowing, definite osteophyte. So this is you're starting to see a change. You can actually point these things out or, you know, if you print out a picture, circle it for the patient and like, this is a bone spur. This is early osteoarthritis. This is grade two. Grade three is definite narrowing, moderate osteophytes, some sclerosis, and even some deformity of the ends of the bone. Um, you can see this in all the joints, you know, typically you'll see it more like in the femoral head with bad arthritis, but you can see it, you know, in the tibial plateau and the end of the femur, like we talked about before with the Fairbank changes of flattening of the medial femoral condyle from open to meniscectomy. So if you don't remember that, go back and listen to that episode. And then grade four was severe osteoarthritis, large osteophytes, severe narrowing, marked sclerosis, and a definite deformity. You know, so, so those are those grading changes, zero, one, two, three, four. And I think it's very good to know that because again, you know, as, as a clinician and a scientist, you know, you should, here's the x-rays. We have AP Rosenberg merchant lateral. You know, these are the findings, joint space narrowing, um, osteophytes, sclerosis, subchondrocystic changes, blah, 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 consistent with Calgary-Lawrence class, you know, grade, whatever, you know, depending on what you saw. And it just kind of puts that information down there. Now, uh, I also, over the years, I honestly don't use this as much. Um, you know, sometimes it kind of depends on who I'm talking to. But the other terminology that I use, and I, I think it's helpful for patients, um, and it's sort of a spinoff of the Brandt classification around 1990, 91, I think is when it was that came out. And what they talk about is sort of grade one is their minimal early arthritis, um, grade two, um, grade three, grade four, and, and I kind of use their sort of percentages. So when I'm talking to patients, you know, I'll talk about this grade one arthritis from the Kelgren Lawrence is more this minimal early arthritis. That's the doubtful narrowing possible osteophytes. You know, grade two in the Kelgren Lawrence classification were possible narrowing, but definite osteophytes and brand it talks about percentages. You know, I'll describe to the patient you have more than 50% of your cartilage space remaining. So there is some narrowing, but there's still a lot of space left. And then grade three, Kelgren Lawrence definite narrowing. Uh, I'm looking more in that, you know, less than 50% of the cartilage space remaining, but they're not bone on bone yet. And then kind of grade four, discussing more bone on bone arthritis. So I kind of use that terminology also when I'm describing my x-rays. And I, I like that percentage base of, as opposed to the possible definite narrowing, you know, I think the percentage base 
you know, gives a, just a clear picture in our mind. Now, also the x-ray features, you know, again, he was a very keen observer, so he had x-ray features that he looked for. And again, these are the things when people ask me, you know, well, why do you say I have arthritis? And sometimes I'll start with, this is why I say that you have arthritis based on your x-rays, because you have these x-ray findings that we see with osteoarthritic joints. So, you know, number one, they talked about osteophytes, typically around the margins, but in the knee on the tibial spines as well. Um, number two, they talked about these um, periarticular ossicles in their article, but you know, mainly this was more in the hand. They also looked at rheumatism in coal miners in England. That was sort of where some of these initial studies came from. Number three, they saw narrowing of the joint with sclerosis of the subchondral bone. Um, number four were these pseudocystic changes, but these were typically in the subchondral bone also. And then number five was this altered shape or altered morphology, most commonly seen in severe arthritis of the femoral head um, with hip arthritis, but again, you can see it anywhere. Um, and you know the other thing that a lot of people have talked about also, if you're not routinely getting, is this Rosenberg x-ray. So instead of just a standing AP, this is a flexed knee PA where the beam is pointed down about 10 degrees because there are a lot of people that you will see that have pretty decent cartilage space when they're fully upright with the knee extended, but a lot of them have more wear centrally or mid portion in the in the femur or posteriorly on the tibia. And when they do that flex knee view, all of a sudden now they're bone on bone arthritis. And that may make a huge difference when you're trying to decide, you know, is this patient a candidate for an arthroscopy versus a knee replacement? You know, they have a meniscus tear, they do have catching and locking, and I'm trying to figure out how extensive their arthritis is. Sometimes that Rosenberg view showing bone ar- bone arthritis kind of lets you know that this person's not going to do well with an arthroscopy. So again, there's their Kellgren-Lawrence classification, grade zero, normal, one, doubtful narrowing, two, possible narrowing, definite osteophytes, three, definite narrowing, moderate osteophytes with sclerosis, and four is severe osteoarthritis, large osteophytes, narrowing sclerosis and a deformity. Um, so kind of bury that in your brain. Again, I'll list all of this in the show notes along with the bibliography of the original article. And then I'll also put the link um, of that interesting sort of biography of um, Dr. Kelgren. So if you're really interested, you can go back and just kind of read kind of an interesting little story that um, just talks about him and, you know, what type of person he was back then. Uh, So again, thanks again for listening. Um, Keep reading, keep listening, keep studying, um, keep doing a great job taking care of patients and, you know, take care of yourself too. Your health is important. If you're not healthy, you can't do a good job, you know, for you, your patients, or your family. Um, And until next time, I'm Adam Rosen. You've been listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. You've been listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed so you'll be notified of future episodes. And please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. Until next time, stay safe.